is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Women empower women. We're daughters, wives, sisters, and mothers making strides in our own lives. We're women in sports, and what matters to you matters to us. Let's talk about it all on The Playmaker. Here's your host, Nikki Harrison. Hello and welcome to The Playmaker. I am so excited because joining me today is Delaney Foley. Thank you so much for joining me. Yes, You're thank a true you for having me. Of course. Thank you for having me. So you are director of events and booking yes. at AT&T Stadium in here at Fort Center. Yep. What That's does right. all that entail? Um, it sounds really big and important, doesn't it? Absolutely, it does. <laughs> I don't know about that. No. Um, so it is really anything that's um, public and for the most part, that's ticketed events um, okay. that we host in Arlington at AT&T Stadium or out in Frisco at the Ford Center. Okay. Yeah. So it's nothing to plan a big event and party for 90,000 people. Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. Concerts, college football, international soccer matches, everything from a religious event to um, a Final Four or wow. a WrestleMania or something of that nature. That's fabulous. So let, let's just start at the beginning. Okay. You graduated from Ole Miss. I did. Okay. So how did you, what did you study there? I was actually in um, broadcast and marketing communications. Okay. Yes. So what did you want to do? I, of course, wanted to be a sideline reporter. I love how you say I, of course. Of course. Like, <laughs> so typical, very basic. Um, I wanted to be a sideline reporter. I, um, found a lot of enjoyment in sports. Mm -hmm. I grew up um, in a family that just loved sports. And so I thought looking at sports, if I could make a career in something like that, then um, I would really love it. And so at the time when you looked at sports, what women were doing, That's right. um, the only thing you really saw from the eye of a fan was um, sideline reporters that were coming and there wasn't a ton of them. No. Um, they were, it was a new thing. Erin Andrews had just kind of began on college game day. Wow. Um, and look was, at where she is now. Yeah, and I was finishing college. So it just kind of unique that I wanted to do that. And then um, I was told very quickly how many um, women <laughs> sideline reporters there were and how many people wanted to be a sideline reporter. Um, and so randomly through some, some relationships and an internship, I and where I am now. That's fabulous. So right out of college, you came to the Dallas Cowboys. I did. I love that. How long have yeah. you been with the, with the organization? Um, so I interned in 08 and okay. I came back full time in 09. Wow. Yeah. So you plan and are involved in some pretty big events. I mean, I'll just list a few, the NFL draft, um, WrestleMania, yep. um, Taylor Swift, Beyonce. What are some other big ones that you've been a part of? Um, yeah, so George Strait's final show okay. was one of our big ones. Um, the Academy of Country Music Awards, um, their, their 50th anniversary show. Um, the CFP, the very first college football national championship Wow! at the stadium. And then there's all kinds of others, like the the Mexico national team um, has a big relationship with the stadium, the Big 12 championship with college football. And then we have a lot of really good relationships with promoters that are doing major stadium tours. So Kenny Chesney and Taylor Swift and yeah. Ed Sheeran and Beyonce and all of those. We just hosted Posty Fest. That's right. Um, that's right. The, those 
um, shows that unfortunately they're one day for the most part they come in and then they're they're gone so it's a lot of work for for the one day now speaking of the festivals though mm -hmm. this seems like a new thing is it a new thing these these big huge music festivals where you have all of these different artists come in yeah so I would say that um, the concert industry it's it's very interesting to watch I would say live entertainment Mm -hmm. um, has kind of skyrocketed over the last 15 years um, as far as people pay now more for an experience versus yeah. what they used to. And I think people enjoy experiences and therefore um, brands, companies, icons, um, personalities kind of follow the trend. Yes. If people are willing to spend on this, like what's the cap of what they're willing to spend? and then you have to deliver really good value. So to charge people more, to produce some big event, you have to be able to really drive the value for them. So I think adding the artists, and then I think it's fun. Yeah, I think yeah. a lot of these artists have made a, a lot of money probably and are more interested in doing unique one-time experiences versus a typical you know, tour where they're out on the road for that 300 makes days. So that makes sense. That's really just my that. assumption, obviously. Yeah. Now, your job is very demanding. But I'm not going to, I'm also going to highlight the fact that you are a wife yeah. and you're a mother to three beautiful little munchkins. Oh, They're so you. cute. Thank you. How in the world do you do it all? Because your husband works, of course. Yes, he does. And how do you do it? Um, I have a lot of help. That's good. I have to, I have to first credit <laughs> a lot of people. Um, there's like a little team mm -hmm. that, um, that definitely help us. I have an incredible nanny. My mom is obviously, she doesn't live here full time, but she's here a lot to help me. That helps. Um, I have a great boss with that allows me, you know, some flexibility to get to be at a show or a carpool if I needed to. Um, that is truly a blessing. Yes. This organization is great when it comes to being able to be a parent to your children. Yes. I mean, I couldn't ask for anything better than Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Like I was at Monster Jam, I was meeting with the client, and then of course I'm introducing him. I'm like, and this is my three-year-old that's obsessed <laughs> with Gravedigger. Like, this is great. <laughs> Um, so there's some flexibility in that too, like um, my kids will come or, you know, be at a game or um, come to an event because th there's a lot of them. Yeah. Um, but there's also a ton of people that are helping me and yeah. I'm, I don't know that I'm doing it um, right, but it works for us. That's and, right. And for there every... There is no right. Right. Okay. And you, you, they're still alive. Yeah. And I think <laughs> there is like a pressure for women specifically, oh, I would say, yes. um, to find the, the right balance. Mm -hmm. And I think my, like the best thing that happened was I realized there's no right balance for every girl, mom, lady, you know, woman that's working. Um, it's your balance. That's right. However you do decide to balance, however it works for you and your kids, mm -hmm. um, then that's, you know, obviously the best way. 100%, I'm so glad you said so. that. People need to hear that. That's yeah. so good. Now, I was, of course, trolling through your Instagram. Uh, <laughs> I like a good troll. Uh, it, it was so good because <laughs> your, your little ones, they look so uh, full of personality. Now, you come from a big family. You have how many siblings? Um, there's, I have two sisters and two brothers. So, big family. Yes. Were you as lively as a child as your children? Because, again, they're full of personality. Uh, of course. So, I'm <laughs> the middle of five. So, okay. I'd say, like, take a middle of three and times it by two more is exactly the, the middle child I, I am. Um, I think all of my siblings would say I absolutely was 
a crazy kid running around causing all sorts of, of <laughs> um, trouble. But in my house, I like I tend to be like, I want to be the fun mom. Mm -hmm. So they see me at work and then they get to see me discipline and tell them they have to go to bed or tell them they have to take a bath. I try to at least allow between feeding them something and getting them into the bath something fun. And that's so I so think oh, that's like the fun thing that, that um, we've kind of been doing as they're older. You get to see their personalities. Yes. You know, one of them loves to sing and will push both of the others down to sing. And the other one is fine doing his own thing off to the side. And, and the little one's always screaming that someone took something from her. Of like course. The, the balance of all the craziness. And um, you're at the very fun age. What are their ages? You've got like five, three, and two? Yes, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> That's a fun age. Yeah. That's so fun. I'm out of diapers and yes. bottles for the first time in a Ooh. long time. Hallelujah. Yes. <laughs> it, it is like somewhat of like a <sighs> yeah. moment. Now, you mentioned to me that um, your two youngest, they're 13 months apart. Yes. And how challenging that was at first, yes. because it is demanding when you're pregnant and you've got a little one that that's hard because you don't want to jeopardize time. Yes. Um, how did you do that? Looking back, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could give everyone the, the secret. I would say um, it, it was really hard. I think there you have to like always try and keep some sort of perspective. Um, you will get through it. There will be, you know, yes. there are really great days with kids and there are really hard days with kids. Absolutely. Same as a job. Mm -hmm. There's a really hard day at work and then there's really great days at work. Um, so I think like in the balance that works for me, keeping perspective of, there will be better days and there, there will be um, more fun. And um, obviously you love the little, the little ones. They, at that age, you know, they were, they were so close in age mm -hmm. that when I would leave work, I was like, wow, I'm like changing someone, feeding someone or putting someone to sleep at all minutes. <laughs> like every single minute I'm doing something. Um, so there's a little bit of like, you just get run down. You yeah. just get tired. Mm -hmm. um, and then you get up and go to work the next morning. That's right. So I was somewhat running to work the next morning. Um, but you know, like you just have to realize like they're only going to be, you know, baby babies for so long. That's right. um, you try and enjoy it. It's it, for any mom out there, it's really, really hard. Um, and, and the sleep is killer. Oh yes. But there you are- You don't really even realize how great sleep is until exactly. you're a mom. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh. In your own sleep, like mm -hmm. not someone kicking you right. or waking you or telling Tapping you they have to go to the bathroom. One cereal. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So I had Katie Stuckey and Lindsay Draper on the show oh, a yeah. couple of episodes ago, and I asked them, um, and I'm going to ask you the same question, okay. where you are right now in your career uh -huh. and as a mom, what have you learned about yourself? Oh, gosh. Um that I'm a really big control freak <laughs> <laughs> and that um, I need to let go a little bit of, of that. I um, would say I'm somewhat of a perfectionist mm -hmm. and I would get caught up in little details and find stress in very minute things. And again, I guess going back to the word of perspective, like getting caught up in all of those things when it's like, if you can keep in mind the big picture, yeah. like what really matters, yes. um, what really makes you happy, what, what's the end game, what's, um, what's the big event, what, you know, like all of those things, the little details will actually 
work themselves out. If if you forget something or, right. or something doesn't get done, it's okay. That's right. And, and um, you have to just take those moments, yeah. you know, and just be like, like you said, is this the big picture? Maybe not. Yep. The little ones, they'll, it all work itself out. Exactly. Um, I, you hear that saying, it takes a village, and you've mentioned your support group and your mom. She, yeah. um, she lives in Kentucky, you said? Memphis. Memphis. Mm -hmm. Okay, but you have a sister here. I do. I have two sisters here, and they are very helpful as well. I can't mm -hmm. not get them, give them credit. They um, are very hands-on. I'm very fortunate that they don't have their own kids. <laughs> so my kids get to be their kids, are too. Are your kids the only grandkids of the family? So far. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So I know it'll rotten. be interesting. So rotten. It'll be interesting. <laughs> my, both of my brothers have been married in the past 18 months. So okay. once once another one comes along, if my mom will stay as committed. I hope so. Yes. <laughs> yes, like you're mine. Yes, yes. Remember, we were here first. Yes. So, again, you have three kids. Mm -hmm. I have to ask this question because you're beautiful. How oh. in the world do you stay in shape? Um, so I, I think um, in that first year that we talked about that was really, really hard. Yes. I think I committed to myself that I was going to – I found myself um, – giving everything I had to everyone else. Mm -hmm. If I was at work, I was giving it to a client or to others. If I was at home, I was giving it to the kids. And, and so I made a commitment to myself to give myself an hour every day for me. <sighs> um, and that means getting up a lot earlier than I ever would like, but I am a yoga enthusiast and a runner. So I try and do yoga twice a week and I run three times a week. That is fabulous. Um, every morning before too many of them are up. My my oldest will beat me up by the time I get home. But, really? Um, and I honestly would just say that though a lot of people don't like working out, no one loves going for a run. It's not like I'm jumping out of bed at 5.15 to go do it. <laughs> by halfway through it to the end of it every single time it's been worth it and worth it. it's oh. kind of just been it's kept me sane yeah. it's kept me um in a good place mentally to just um clear my head that's before fabulous a day starts dog on so. it that's the key that's that's <laughs> my, that's what works for me um i don't want to um put that on anyone else but if anyone else is struggling i think that that it, they should give it a try i like that I might call you. There you go. <laughs> I'll let you know. So I'm going to get back to work. Okay. Um, the big events. Yes. What has been your proudest moment, your biggest accomplishment? I would say um, in 2015 when we hosted the Academy of Country Music Awards. Okay. Um, it was the first event that I was running the point. I was the point person that kind of put together the bid document to to bid on it leaving Vegas. Obviously, all of these, I don't know how many people know this, the major events, NFL Draft, WrestleMania, Final Four, Super Bowl, any of those, they go out to a bid process. Okay. Um, so it's a, a request for proposal. You answer an RFP based off of um, your building and, and the capabilities of the community. And you submit it, and then there's a long train of of work to go after that. But these bids are no joke. They're yeah. you know, big, big binders of, of information. And are these bids going out to all venues that could potentially yeah. have the event? Yeah, okay. really um, a lot of CVBs, sports commissions, local organizing committees um, that are nonprofit will kind of take point on running an RFP process okay. for, a, for a major event. In Arlington, we, when we were starting in the beginning, we didn't have nearly what we do in the resources with the CVB and Sports Commission there now. Okay. Um, and so we relied on Dallas a little bit. 
now Dallas wasn't reaping all the benefits because the stadium was in Arlington. Gotcha. Um, and so the Jones family took a took a um, big interest in wanting to attract these big events. And so for the first time, probably in a while, a you know a team that was operating the, a building was bidding on on getting them. And so. Wow. We went out and, and saw it in Vegas, and we're like, wait a second, this is like a theater, maybe 10,000 people. Uh-huh. We're gonna try and put it in a stadium. We need like 90,000 people. Yes. Um, and it was a big risk, it was a big risk. How um, many people were there? Were 90,000 people oh there? Oh man, you're gonna quote me on the attendance. I think we were 57,000 like something. Was, but still, was that's larger total. than yeah. what it typically is. Yeah, so I think it was the um, world the record for the largest attendance to a televised TV show. That's production. awesome. So, yeah. And so, okay, that was when? When was that? 2015. 2015. How does it happen to get things like that back? Do you have to bid on it again? It's so funny. I had this conversation today <laughs> with someone. Um, you would have to bid on it again. The people, the other thing is, like, so many of these um concepts or, or things that we have the ability to go in and you know maybe share some risk or even take risk mm -hmm. on hosting it starts with a really good relationship okay um as you can imagine john hickman had, mm -hmm. has really good country music ties and so he had introduced us a while back to the guy that was you know kind of the president and ceo of the academy at the time he has since left um and gone on to other endeavors so we're trying to keep up with who's on the board now, who's running that. We had thought a decade after their 60th anniversary would be a good time for them to come back. Gotcha. Um, so we're going to work on, you know, building some relationships there and, and seeing if we can get that in 2025. That's awesome. So, so we'll you have the big idea and then you have to sell it. You've got to get everybody on board. You've got to sell your vision. Yeah. Is that tough? Yeah. So as you can imagine, um, the stadium has a lot of standards, mm -hmm. um, and we're unique in a lot of ways. It is such a great selling point because we bring so much to the table that, you know, most places don't for, for an event. We feel that, you know, the platform that we, you, we put another event on, um, takes it to another level. Mm -hmm. But we are also very unique and have a lot of um, barriers that you have to go through. And, sure. and so it's a lot of um, communication internally and externally. We utilize so many of our internal resources to host these major events. Mm -hmm. um, we need a lot of people that have other jobs mm -hmm. um, in the company to host these events. So okay. we're constantly trying to work through all of the needs of the, the promoter and um, making sure we can meet those needs and, and all of that. So. Mm. Well, I don't, um, before we wrap, I have some rapid fire questions okay. for you. I'm I right. saw this on, I saw Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon. On their morning show. Yes. Okay. So, so I was like, I'm going to do that. That's a good idea. All right. What time does your alarm go off? 5.15. 5.15? Yep. Okay. What's the first thing you do when you wake up? Brush my teeth. Okay. <laughs> Coffee or tea? Coffee. How many? Oh, as many as I can <laughs> without like shaking um i'm like a triple grande or an iced coffee uh -huh. and then i try if i'm gonna have another one i'd go like soda or tea in the afternoon got it okay uh cats or dogs 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 but really too. neither 
Really neither. I have enough animals in my house. <laughs> I'm like, I had a Yorkie for 18 years. He passed away and I didn't realize how much work he was. Like, yes. It's another person to take care of. This is true. This is true. Everyone, PETA's going to be after me. So you basically really already answered this one, yoga or cardio. You're both. Yeah, I kind of mix it up. Okay. Yeah. Well, last one. If you weren't the director of events, book, events and booking uh -huh. for the Dallas Cowboys in sports, what would you be doing? Oh, man, that one's hard. <laughs> I got no preparation either. Um, what would I be doing? I would probably be a mom. Mm -hmm. I probably would work not to the level that I do. I don't think, I think I'm like very much a lucky person that I got the role that I have with the boss that I have, with the people yeah. I have and the team that obviously I get to work with and, and the clients and all of the things. It's like the perfect scenario. So I don't know that that happens anywhere else. So I would probably do like more part-time, gotcha. um, but I like like nonprofit events. Yeah. I like event booking. I'm very detail oriented. Uh -huh. um, so I like all the little details that come together to make an event or a special night, you know, for something. Awesome. So I think I'd do something like that. Awesome. Not too far off. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this has truly been a treat. You're oh. definitely a playmaker. Oh, I thank, thank you, you for joining me on The Playmaker. Well, thank you for having of me. Of course. It was anytime. so fun. Yeah. Thank you. And we'll be back next week with more Playmakers.